Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the Max Smackdown Review. Hello and welcome. That that theme still always makes me think of uh, Talking Smack, even though Talking Smack has been dead for like over a year now. But the the theme still always makes me think of Talking Smack. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Smackdown Live Review time. And hey, we got through it four days in a row. We did it. The quadfecta is over. For the the fourth night in a row, my co-host tonight is Liz Puglisi, and Harry has abandoned us once again, so we have to do this on our own again. That's right. We started this four-day stint on our own. We're going to finish it (laughs) on our own. Watch. He won't eat... Watch, we'll get one day off, and then he probably won't be able to do NXT on Thursday either. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, come on. Four days, five podcasts, because we have one after this. That's pretty Oh, good. yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. SmackDown Live. Uh, the show opens with uh, Paige talking about money in the bank in her office. She talks about uh, the SmackDown matches on the card. And says that Extreme Rules is only four weeks away, so we've got a gauntlet match between Biggie, Rusev, Miz, Samoa Joe, and Daniel Bryan to de- determine the new number one contender for the WWE Championship. Going into the ring, we get Carmella coming in and making her entrance. I really wish, like, this would have been the one moment that I actually would have popped for throughout this whole... Well, I did pop for Asuka, but that's it. But mm-hmm. the one thing that would have popped me if they would have allowed her to say it, she, they should have been like, Hey, remember where I was in NXT? Yeah, I'm the last one standing now. <laughs> you know, what? it's it's funny because the petty woman inside me, when she was saying... Um, you know, she wants to be real. I was like, oh, she's going to say, ha, ha. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know I thought similar yeah. along, along to the line, especially since they, you know, they all broken up. Mm-hmm. 
exactly. Um, so this seems to be a theme of um, of uh, certain heel women in WWE now doing this faux face thing after winning a title. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. It's annoying, but it is what it is. She says, oh, she never had any self-confidence when she was younger. You know, she never thought she would be good enough. And, you know, now she became a uh, champion and I am a, you know, I, I am an inspiration for the, all the young girls. But then she switches it around and is like, look in the mirror and tell and keep on telling yourself that Mela is money. And then she goes into her whole heel thing, uh, saying, psych, I didn't have any confidence issues, and hey, guess what? I did this all by myself. No, you didn't. Shut up. Um, we, uh, she keeps on talking about, you know, yada, yada, yada. She beat, she beat the Empress. She made her bow down to the Princess of Staten Island. Oscar's mu- music hits. Um, it's the Oscar mask, but it's not Oscar. It's the stooge James Ellsworth. Um, and he runs down, uh, Oscar, Oscar saying that no one was ready for Ellsworth, and especially not Oscar, and, uh, he says he's back. He's back to serve the greatest woman in history, better than Charlotte, better than Lita, better than Trish, better than Tr- Mother Teresa, which was crazy. Um, Beyonce, Ronda Rousey, everyone, and last but not least, better than Oscar. Oscar does make her legitimate entrance uh, and goes right after uh, Ellsworth, um, and then. Carmella uses the distraction to super kick her, and her and Ellsworth escape. Um, what do you think of this whole segment? It wasn't bad. It's another um, example of something we've discussed a few times. Where if one thing happens on Raw, there's going to be the corresponding <laughs> event on, on SmackDown. And that's pretty much it is with the whole, what you were referring to with the heel woman, women, you know, being all nicey nights and then, yeah. you know, go, going, you know, it's a whole, whole swerve. And it had the interruption. It had, you know, similar to what we saw yesterday with Alexa and Rhonda and Kurt. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a bad, you know, opening segment. It wasn't nearly as good as the one on Raw no. by any stretch stretch of the imagination. And I was kind of hoping that Ellsworth was a one shot thing. But hey, you I know, knew he what, wouldn't be. I know. I wanted you to be wrong just for one spring. <laughs> you know, but I'm you know, never I, wrong. I'm not saying that. Tori would probably kill me. Um. Uh. But hey, you know. Props to Ellsworth for, you know, being back in the WWE. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I it's I mean, I saw it coming because I saw the rumors throughout the week, right. but I was as soon as he came out, I was like, Oh as soon as I saw the faux Oscar pop up, I was like, Oh god, no. <laughs> um so after that we get um the iconics coming out, um and they, you know, they talk about Becky, 
Um, and they act like... They do a mock interview with one of them acting like Becky. Um, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, it was the Iconics being Iconics, a.k.a. annoying. Um, right. And then Becky comes out and we get our opening contest scheduled for One Fall. One Fall. Between Becky Lynch and Billy Kay. One thing I was honestly surprised about, although I have a feeling this has another thing to do with the uh, whatever Raw does, SmackDown has to do thing, but... Um, Especially considering the whole iconic duo thing and everything, and you've got that ever-present force at, at ringside. Um, were you just as surprised as I was that a certain uh, nature girl was not with uh, Becky tonight? Um, no, actually, because I didn't even think of it until you, until you mentioned it. I don't think... If this is where you're going, or maybe, I'm not sure if we're going to be seeing, you know, some type of feud with one of them, you know, turning or even a friendly feud. You know, wouldn't be something we've seen before, so it's not, you know, unheard of. You, you doubt me again. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now. We're getting Becky versus Charlotte. They they all uh, they teased uh, this already at Money in the Bank with them having that little face off at the top of the ladder. You know, I don't care if we do, to be honest. I mean, we've had it before. They faced each other before, oh, right? I, I mean, they had to have had yes. But um, I don't mind it being done as long as they don't take it down the Sasha Bailey route, you know, where A, it's drawn out ridiculously, but B, you know, they're like super mad at each other, you know. It shouldn't be the same exact thing. I mean, two we've said it here before again, two friends can have a rivalry. You know, mm-hmm. so I think I'd like to see them go down that rate rather than rather than the mirror the nonsense with Sasha and um, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, talking about the match itself, um, this match was decent, but nothing too crazy. Um, you know, it ends with uh, Becky winning with the disarmor. Um, and shocking, Becky Lynch actually gets a win for once. Maybe, maybe this is the beginning of something for Becky, especially after the huge pop that she was getting uh, during the Money in the Bank ladder match. It would be nice. I like that she was. I like that she won with the submission as well. Um, I love um, submission hold finishes. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to finally. I I had picked Becky to win Money in the Bank. Mm. So, it'd be nice to see her get the push that is long overdue for her. <laughs> I don't think anyone got the uh, women's... I don't think anyone got the men's might. Well, did you predict... I think either you or Harry said Braun, right? For the men's? It was probably Harry who... Yeah. yeah. But none of us got the uh, women's money in the bank, right? <sighs> I think, I think we both went with Natalia. Yeah, we did. Um, so following this match, we get a uh, promo from Jeff Hardy in the back. He's in the darkness, talks about Shinsuke's loss at Money in the Bank, saying, and then talking about how the mo- memory of vi- Shinsuke's victory over him on SmackDown last week is stuck with has stuck with him and has shaken his soul. 
his actions has had an unintended consequence. Instead of unsettling him, they gave him sharper focus, and his eyes were closed before, but now they're wide open. And he turns around. It's not full-on Willow. It's not the mask, but we're pretty much getting the WWE version of Willow, everyone. And hopefully they don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with it. I like it. I I like seeing a uh, different Jeff Hardy. Um, I, at first I was thinking he was gonna say that he was woken and like you know become Brother Nero, but you know I'm fine with having Willow come into the fold as well. So Willow has never been on the WWE before, no. but he has been in over. No, this was a gimmick that he created in TNA. Just checking to be sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it should should be cool. It should be interesting to see if he's like that every week. Yeah, um, we'll see which, where you know how far they go with this and what exactly they have planned for uh, Hardy moving forward. But it should be fun. Um, should be fun. Yes, uh, we get yeah. it. What? I was just agreeing. <laughs> We we get a uh, interview with Daniel Bryan. Um, he says he's going to be the first one in. Uh, he won't just survive; he will win. At Money in the Bank, so he proved that size doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, that that big guy um, went straight out. All you 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 uh, you yes locked him right to uh, the unemployment line. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Uh, I was shocked when Sean posted that on the group chat. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I posted it first. Oh, did you? Uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. were the one who posted it. Sorry, <laughs> it my matter. bad. No, that's okay. Yeah, I know. I saw it, and at first I thought it was, like, a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even, like, clicked on the on the link because somebody had reposted. One of my Facebook friends had reposted it. And I'm like, I'm like, kept clicking on it. I'm like, oh, this isn't the real account. This, this isn't it. the real account. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't make it, but it was, you know, yeah. obviously it was. It was just really crazy. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Twitter is, sorry, my headphones are bothering me. Twitter is all ablaze with a conspiracy theory. So if you want to look them oh, up. Oh, God. I, I, just just yeah. say one of them and I'll look up the rest. I just want to hear this. Oh. Um, well, see, there was the one that I posted in there that he did the big boot and Vince told him not to. So they were just finishing out the storyline. Well, I could honestly see though. that. I, I could yeah, honestly I could see, see Vince then, being um, like that. Another one is that there was some type of altercation with Carmella, mm. um, which, which sadly I could also see. I could, yeah, I mean, um, that I could also see. Then another one was... Um, you know, then there's like, you know, him just being frustrated mm. and asking, you know, I'm, for his I'm sure, I, I'm sure we'll get more news on what yeah. happened over the next couple of days with that. Uh, for those of you who are completely under a rock and do not know what we're talking about, the big, big cast, uh, was released today. So, yeah. Um, Brian uh, continues. He says uh, tonight he might have to face three of the best all in a row. Rusev, Samojo, and Biggie. And then <laughs> this was probably the funniest part of this interview. Uh, Renee says, 
and, and Miz, and, and Brian just looks at him, just looks at her and says, I said three of the best. Mm. <laughs> and then the Miz. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for re- reminding everyone what I've known for the, all of these years. No. Yes. Let's, let's not go there. No. We'll do a separate podcast just on <laughs> just on that. <laughs> all I can think of is just him being a, you know, fake Hollywood guy and, like, on the real world and stuff. We have to get past that because he has proven himself. He's been a very good company man. You have to yes, say that. I'll give you and that. And he, you know, but, but let's not get into that because we'll be here for three hours. Only yeah. the real. Um, and all you need to know about uh, his stamina for a match like this is his performance at Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, legs, lung, lungs, and heart will take him take me to the WWE championship. And he, he asks if uh he, he asks her if he can interview her now and he asks her if she thinks he's ready and she says she's sure he's sufficiently prepared. And then uh Brian's like, No, that that's not what I wanted you to say. This is very simple. Keep keep up with me now. <laughs> and he yeah. asks again and she says yes and of course they do the yes, yes, yes and and Renee laughs as uh Brian walks off. Um we have Usos coming out um for their match and they cut a promo saying how yes, Andy wants to make a name for themselves on us. We, we remember when we tried to do that for ourselves. And uh, we had face paint like the Ultimate Warrior, fresh out of Sesame Street, but we figured it out. And it'll take a lot more than paint to make a name. Um, you gotta show your heart, keep it 100%, and have a few screws loose. And they did all that. Tonight, Chaos meets Uso Crazy, and welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Uh, Sandy doesn't even, uh, you know, we don't even end up getting the match. Because Sanity attacks uh, as they come out for their entrance, uh, beat down the Usos, uh, hit the back suplex neckbreaker, and, you know, that's that. What do you think of this as the way for Sanity to make their their grand debut? Um, I think it was the best way for them to make, Mm -hmm. you know, their debut. Um, I guessing unless i missed something and i apologize if i did um they're going to be going pretty quickly up against the bludgeon brothers and you have two somewhat strange brutally crazy type um you know teams that would that would be awesome if they did yeah so if we can get them you know and i mean hopper and rowan hopper especially I'm, I'm more familiar with Hopper outside of the WWE than I am with Rowan. Mm-hmm. And obviously when they were in NXT, I didn't watch it. Um, so I'm not familiar with them there, but I, you know, from being here, you know, I, I like both of them. So, I mean, they're both very talented. I mean, Hopper can really move for, you know, a big man and so can the guys in Saturday. So oh, yeah. if they'll, let and we have our fingers crossed, you know, go, we can get one hell of a feud from them. Oh yes, definitely. And I'd be happy if they uh you know, if they uh if they uh shot them up quick and and uh mm-hmm. and uh made them the number one contender already. Uh 
I hope that, especially with the way they debuted in this and, like, not even having the match and attacking them and everything and their name, I hope they do with Sanity right off the bat. Basically, I, I'd like to see a combination of S.H.I.E.L.D. and what they're doing with the Riot Squad now. Where they just cause chaos. Yes. And it would be very, very fitting, you know, of, of course. Um, yeah. Hopefully they'll listen to you this time, too. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, so following the beatdown, we get uh, the club talking in the back, saying they're the be- in the best shape of their lives, and... Uh, they get and Carl Anderson gets to show off his abs. What what what's with Bullet Club members and having good abs? Why are we gonna question this? Let's just enjoy it. <laughs> I, I just had so to put shiny. that out there. What's what's with the Bullet Club members and oil? <laughs> and using it's oil, yeah, better, that's a good one. It's a better question. Luke was so damn shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously is part of the joke, I know, yeah. but it was like, oh my god. Um, Bludgeon Brothers are talking, uh, wearing animal masks, and, you know, just, you know, do their thing, sending us to break. Um, we get, um, then from off of break, we get Shinsuke getting interviewed. He asks what a loss is, uh, but he. He's not pretending not to speak English. He asks how he lost. He's still standing right here in front of us. And the only reason why w- why why AJ is the WWE champion is the ref counted very fast. And, and not in Jeff, Japanese, which is hilarious. You, you, know what's even, you know what's even funnier about that? If you really well. think about it. And him saying not in Japanese. Um, hello... They count in English in New Japan, too, Shinsuke. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an excuse. Do they really? Yes! <laughs> yes, they don't, they don't do Japanese numbers in, in New Japan. It's one, two, three, four. That's hysterical. Granted, it's a faster count, but it goes up to 20, so... But yeah, so yeah, no, that that's not an excuse, Shinsuke. <laughs> Don't be giving me that. Um, as far as Jeff Hardy goes, if he crosses him again, he will get him. And that's that. Um, our tag title match, scheduled for one fall. One fall. Is the Bludgeon Brothers versus the club. And this was actually a pretty good match. I'd, I dare say that this was better than the pre-show match that they had uh, on Sunday. Most definitely. I was surprised that it was given the opportunity it was mm-hmm. um, to, to the benefit of us, and but also grateful because they are for, you know, talented guys. And Anderson Gallows, I know, get a lot of flack because I think one of them even said, like, yeah, they're there for the paycheck or whatever. But, hey, even if they are... Major props to you. It does not really, you know, bother yeah. me, especially if, you, especially if you're going to admit it. Mm. Um, but no, and especially for Anderson and, and Gallows, because they've been kind of shit on for a while now. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they've been 
being used better since the, the move to SmackDown. But it was a pleasant surprise to get the match that we did. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I, I still, I, I get what you're saying. I'll give them some props, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. for at least admitting it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, that's one of the big problems I have with modern WWE guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like how they're allowing Drew McIntyre to basically call them out directly. Um, but I would like to see them get some sort of push mm-hmm. uh, and a title shot and, well, and a title run, excuse me, um, to further legitimize them as one of the better tag teams in the world. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um I'm hoping that the tag team division, you know, continues to pick up. Yeah. I mean, the SmackDown tag team division is leaps and bounds better than the Raw tag team division right now, but that's not really saying much. No. And plus, too, you know, part of, um, real quick, part of their whole, oh, you know, we're here for the paycheck when you, Mm -hmm. when the the tag division is what it is on Raw, you know. What else are you really there for? Because there's yeah. nothing really. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh no, I agree with that. Um, and then immediately after the match, Daniel Bryan, you're so smart most of the time, but you made a boneheaded decision right here. Why? I mean, I hate this whole thing that they've been doing recently to begin with, but. To interrupt guys like the Bludgeon Brothers, I just, I had a feeling it was going to come back to bite him. And sure enough, it did. Right, which is their way, well, I'll say it when we get down to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Brian, his entrance music hits, and he enters while the Bludgeon Brothers are still leaving the ring. Um, and that was very... Very poor decision on Daniel's part. Um, we see uh, we see Miz uh, doing more more of his uh, best impression of Daniel Larusso in the back. I don't know what mm. what I, I, I guess he's a huge co- uh, Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai fan right now because he, he he likes doing his uh, Mister Miyagi uh, stuff. I would assume so. There's no other explanation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusev Day is talking strategy. Samoa Joe is also shadowboxing. And uh, New Day is hoisting uh, Biggie up to prepare for the main event. So the main event scheduled for one fall. Well, actually, no. Excuse me. The Let me try this again. The main event scheduled for four falls. Is the WWE Championship number one contenders gauntlet match between Big E, Daniel Bryan, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and The Miz, with Big E and Daniel Bryan starting this off. Uh, this this part this was probably the best match. Well, either this or the last match um, was the best match of the four matches. Um, in this gauntlet match. Uh, I was 
I I thought for a second that Big E might have had him, but I figured that I figured Brian would survive, mm-hmm. which he does. Sadly. No, not sadly. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't like the Miz. I don't like it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Samojo comes out next. Uh, Joe takes control for a while. Um, and, uh, then Brian makes a big comeback. This, this match also was very good. Um, and the end, the ending was kind of interesting. Um, but it said, it definitely sets up, uh, what happens next. Uh, Brian, while Joe is trying to beat down Brian, puts him in the coquina clutch outside of the ring, trying to get in a, a, uh, count out elimination uh and instead brian's able to get out of a reverse it toss uh you know knock uh joe down and get into the ring right before the 10 count and uh and joe is counted out honestly i was surprised that joe did not get involved in this beatdown especially with how joe is and he would have been you know you would think he'd be very frustrated that he got eliminated by count out after he was trying to do that very thing to brian what yeah, uh, sorry no but i mean it was smart to have him counted out because it oh keeps yeah him, you oh know, no definitely oh, he, he got outsmarted for a moment he didn't get pinned yeah. you know so yeah but i'm surprised that he didn't he did not did you, he did not join in this beatdown. Um, yeah. So yeah, Bludgeon Brothers come back and double powerbomb Brian. Miz comes comes out. Grant, you know the match is still going on, and uh, he hits the skull crushing finale to eliminate Brian. And that leaves us with Miz and Rusev. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm awake. I'm awake. See, I don't. I don't agree with you yet because I think the Miz and Rusev put on a pretty good match for us. I they mean, put on a solid match, but oh my god! You know what? You're just Miz biased. Miz, not just your Miz. Kiss. I'm. I'm not Miz, much of a fan of Rusev either. Shush your mouth. Although oh, I may, god. I may like him better uh, once. Uh, once I have a feeling what's about to happen happens. No, I I love Aiden. So, um, you know what I didn't like the what? stupidity. I mean, of well, not stupidity, but how Daniel interrupted the Bludgeon Brothers, so they came out and beat him up. So that way, Daniel still looks strong because Miz only beat him because the Bludgeon Brothers beat him up. It's. Whatever. It's just the, it's yeah. the same way as they kept uh, Samoa Joe looking strong. Yeah, Samoa Joe is so much you know better than Daniel. Yes, um, yes, your Brian hatred. I don't hate him. I just I don't I don't care for his you know comeback story. So he's come back and now he's on the top because he's so fabulous. Because if it was anybody else, the internet would be having a freaking stroke for crying out loud. I disagree with that. I mean, you know, if uh, yeah, if it was someone that most people didn't necessarily like, then they might. But you know, you know, if it was you know, I mean, I would compare Brian. I mean, it's a different scenario, but I would compare Brian in a way to Shawn Michaels. Where, you know, he was out of commission for a while, 
and then he made a big return and he went right back to the top of the card. Yeah, but that's Sean. Yeah, um, Sean. Brian's on the same level. I know. Brian was trained by Sean. I know that. I've always said that while I have never drank the Kool-Aid and what the hype and whatever, I do like Daniel. I don't hate the man. I do like Daniel. He's an amazingly talented man. He can cut a promo. I loved him as the GM. I could care less that he made a comeback. That's all. You know, um, I totally get why he's in the spot that he is. Absolutely. Is it the spot that he should serve? But just like people don't like random shit, this is something that I'm like, I could care yeah. less about. Oh, I get that. Um, I don't think Miz and, and Rusev were, you know, so awful. I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good um, match. And, of course, we got Rusev winning. So that was pretty shocking. I honestly wasn't all that shocked because this kind like like I have a feeling that they're gonna do something with Miz and Brian where like it won't fully be Miz but like we're gonna get the start to that feud um uh-huh. and I think that like I said you know well, let's just finish this off, and then I'll talk about what I'm about to talk about when it comes to Rusev. Um, moving as long forward. as we don't get some stupid ass triple threat match. No, we're not going to get a triple threat match. Um, but so the 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 finish is that uh, Rusev puts the accolade on Miz taps, uh, and he becomes number one contender. After the match, AJ comes out, um, putting the title down between them. Off. Offered Rusev a handshake. Rusev accepts the uh, handshake. Aiden comes over to offer his hand to AJ as well. AJ is is going to shake it, but English pulls his hand back and Styles punches him in the face and puts him down on the mat. And then Rusev kind of looks at him like, what the hell were you thinking? Uh... So, yeah, this is definitely setting up some dissension between the two. And I have a feeling that... I have a feeling that this match... I don't think Rusev is winning the title yet. Well, Um, yeah. But I have a feeling that this match will end up being a good match... With AJ winning, and then, you know, a, you know Rusev, either AJ going for the handshake or Rusev going for the handshake. Them shaking hands, and then Aiden attacking AJ, um, and Rusev, Machka kicking Aiden right in the face. And thus, you know, thus solidifying a face turn for Rusev. Very plausible and most likely going to happen. So yeah, um, if we get a face Rusev, I I could actually get behind face Rusev. He's been faced before, hasn't he? No, not on the main roster. Or at least if they've attempted it, it's been a very (laughs) poor attempt. You know what it is? I see him so much on like up, up, down, down. Oh, (laughs) that's that's just how it. That's just how I see him now, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, but see, that's what I'm saying, you know, he has the personality that he could pull it off very easily mm-hmm. if they 
if they pulled the trigger on it. And I think this is the best opportunity for them to pull the trigger on it. Um, I'm certainly hoping we get it. And I'm hoping it's not... Because I think we, we were kind of starting to get it slightly when, like, during that whole... Like, I forget who was even supposed to be facing heel in this feud. Because it mm-hmm. was so convoluted. But he might... The only time I could even consider him potentially being a face was during that whole feud between him and Dolph with uh, Lana and uh, and uh, Summer Rae. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, I forgot about that. I forgot all about that horribleness. <laughs> I think we all want to forget about that. But none of us can. So yeah, that's the only time that I'd even say he might have been facing his whole entire time mm-hmm. uh, on the yeah. main roster. Yeah, I mean, I think because I do follow him on social media, and he is pretty active on social media, media, and Lana is extremely active on social media, and then he dressed up as a clown for Bertie Danielson's, you know, birthday. Oh, God. You know, I see, I see that. That's hysterical. I have to find you that clip. That's hysterical. <laughs> I could imagine. It's a hysterical. He's a clown. Well, lots of clowns are fat. He's not really <laughs> fat. He's not really fat. But um, he's actually trimmed down. I mentioned that earlier. Oh yeah, in the you chat. Did mention that earlier. But the, the baby, the baby is actually scared of him. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's hysterical. And Daniel's like, "Oh my god, she literally just pooped her pants." <laughs> she was so scared of the clown. It's hysterical. And he's like, "No, no, no! Look, it's me! It's me! It's Uncle Mila! Whatever, he, whatever his name is. Yeah. It's hysterical." Yeah, it's um, great. yeah, but. You know, so we'll probably yeah, we're probably definitely gonna get Aiden breaking off from him and there'll be something and then Aiden will drift away into obscurity again. Yep. And we'll get face Rusev, which I may actually enjoy and actually do the Rusev Day chant. Rusev Day. Rusev Day. That's <laughs> um, for you, yeah. So uh one to ten uh rating on this? You know, I really enjoyed the show. So, I think it was a pretty good show. Opening not as good as the one as were, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. But overall, pretty solid. Very well paced in my uninformed opinion. Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, what? Nah, yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half. I'm going to change it to eight, but they don't deserve it that much. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a seven. Um, you know, a lot of it was pretty good. I'm I'm hoping that this uh, win for Rusev has a point to it, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, but overall, it it wasn't a bad show. Um, one word review. Harry left one in chat, and yeah, I'm I... going to steal it. Okay. It was a good one. Hype. Hype. Um. Yeah. Hype. It, it fits. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. hyped up, you know, the Carmella and Oscar feud and yep. Rusev and AJ and Miz and Daniel. I mean, yeah. every, I think every match except maybe the women's match really, you could really say is leading to something. Yeah. I'll, I'll use a very similar word. I'll use progression. This, you know, mm-hmm. this uh, episode definitely, you know, started and progressed. Basically, mm-hmm. all of the feuds 
going into extreme rules. It's, that's that's good. That's a solid word for it. So uh, that just about wraps it up for us for SmackDown. We'll be back in a little bit for 205 Live. For So for Liz Puglisi, I'm Brandon Biscobing saying so long, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.